This is Bruce Friedman of Adult Site Broker, and welcome to Adult Site Broker Talk, where every week we interview one of the movers and shakers of the adult industry and discuss what's going on in our business. Plus, we give you a tip on buying and selling websites. This week, we'll be talking to Anthony Rivera of AJ Studios and the LAL Expo. First of all, today, let's cover some of the news going on in our industry. An alliance between Pineapple Support and Cam Studio, the Webcam Labs, has connected over 200 performers in Colombia and other South American countries with free and low-cost mental health services. The two groups made the announcement last week in a joint statement. The main goal is to promote positivity by talking about the problems that people can have in this type of industry. The office is in the city of Cali. Currently, due to the worldwide pandemic, psychological support is being provided virtually via Skype and WhatsApp. And in this way, they're able to mitigate the anxiety caused by COVID-19. You'll be hearing more about the Webcam Lab when Webcam Lab and AJ Studios owner Anthony Rivera is interviewed later. In the UK last week, the Cambridge Union, a 205-year-old debating society connected to the UK's Cambridge University, hosted a debate concerning online pornography. The debate was scheduled months ago to occur live in Cambridge, but was relocated to Zoom due to COVID-19-related travel and social distancing protocols. Six debaters presented timed speeches, three against online pornography, and three in favor. The moderator allowed no questions or interaction between the debaters. The debate seemed from the beginning tilted in favor of the anti-porn position, having been named This House Regrets Online Pornography, promoted by the Cambridge Union with a photograph, photograph linking porn with rape and giving the opening statement to a representative of religiously motivated anti-porn lobby, NCOSE, formerly known as Morality and Media. You can find the entire video of the debate on xbiz.com. Now let's feature our property of the week that's for sale on Adult Site Broker. We're selling a rapidly growing Bukake Pay site. The site started in 2015. This is a very rare amateur Bukake site that's based in the U.S., the content features local, amateur, and never-before-seen girls doing gangbangs and bukkake. There is no other site out quite like it. It's very unique, and the style is in high demand. They've been able to be quite successful without much marketing, which leaves a tremendous opportunity for a new company to come in and build the site up even further. The sale also includes their clip store. Their retention rate is outstanding, and the site has many local loyal members. This is a tremendous opportunity for either an existing company or a new one trying to break into this industry. The site has been reduced in price to only $158,000 due to the owner looking for a quick sale and a move into a mainstream project. Now time for this week's interview. Today on Adult Site Broker Talk, I'm speaking to Anthony Rivera, the owner of AJ Studios and also the LAL Expo, also known as the Latin American Adult Business Expo. Anthony, thanks for being with us today on Adult Site Broker Talk. No, thanks, for, thanks Bruce, for inviting me. I'm great to be part of this project. No problem. Well, I'm going to start out with a bit about the LAL, LAL Expo from your website. 
LAL Expo is the biggest adult industry event in Latin America and one of the largest adult events worldwide. Uh, their main goal is to provide a space for their attendees and sponsors to create business relationships, get training, promote their brand, and grow hand-in-hand -hand to generate a position in the market. LAL Expo has seminars, panels, activities, and parties. Also, you can meet sponsors in their booths. Plus, they have the LAL Expo Awards, which are held on the last day of the event. Each year, LAL Expo attracts a growing international and Latin American base of approximately 1,500 business professionals from a wide range of companies, including billing, mobile, ad networks, pay site programs, designers, software, e-payment providers, marketing, photography, talent agencies. Let me get my breath here. SEO, video <laughs> productions, apps, programming, and more. So, Anthony, tell us more about, uh, obviously you had your event in February. Tell us how that went. Oh, no, actually it was, uh, it was a great success. Uh, we had a record attendance this year. Uh, we passed at uh, 3,800 attendees. So that's 3,800 attendees. Uh, so it was really good. Uh, we were very fortunate in the dates because uh, it, it was right before all this coronavirus situation <laughs> hyped, hyped, hyped up on uh, media and, and, you know, it started getting worse. So uh, we, we didn't have to deal with that situation. So the, the show it, it went out really smooth. Uh, we had a really good turnout. We had also about over 80 sponsors. So altogether, it was a, it was a great success show. Uh, also, this was the first year... Uh, that we actually had the local government uh, support the show, and they actually did the opening speech for, for the for the event. So that, <laughs> I'm, that, clap, I'm clapping because because <laughs> the year I went, you know what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those different times. Yeah, but I, I, we we've been doing the last three the three three years in Cali. Right. So uh, the lo the local government in Cali, it's a lot more open and a lot they understand more. Uh, the business that our industry brings to the country and all the positive aspects that we that we sure. you know we provide to the country. So, uh, yeah, that was a, it. Was a pretty good show, and um, we're looking forward for next year again in February. Hopefully, if this situation is still, uh, it's we you know we overcome this whole pandemic situation. Oh, we can only hope. So, how is everything in Colombia right now? Well, I mean, I don't think. Good. I mean, com compared to other countries, uh, we, I think the president was kind of, uh, was smart. You know, uh, right about the middle of March, he declared uh, he declared basically a lockdown for the whole country. So we, we've been on lockdown for nine weeks. So that's helped uh, you know control more the spread of the of the disease. You know, of the pandemic over here in Colombia. Uh, and we are about uh, last time I checked, we're like about eight thousand cases, but we already had like three thousand recoveries. So I mean, I, I I would like to say positive compared to other countries. Sure. Uh, but you know, but it, it has been difficult, of course, because it's been nine weeks basically that the country has been locked down. So a lot of industries are suffering. Uh, you know, a lot of people are suffering because, you, you know, I mean, they, they, they live on, you know, this is, this is not a rich country. So sure. a lot of people live on the day-to-day -day economy. So it's, it's been hard for a lot of families, a lot of the population and a lot of the companies. But 
in terms of health, you know, I, I think uh, we have managed to, you know, at least control from it from from growing as, as we've seen in other countries. That's awesome. So uh, let's let's talk about you. How did you get started in this crazy business? Well, it's kind of an interesting story, I guess. Uh, so be, before I got into the industry, uh, I was in the travel and consulting business. Uh, initially, we owned a marriage agency. I'm not sure you're familiar with what was a marriage agency. That was kind of the, the previous uh, days of the dating site. So basically, it was a kind of a dating site business model. Like, for, a, like a matchmaking type of thing? Yeah, correctly. So we, we, we had a marriage agency where we were uh, bringing over mostly Americans. So it was most of the marketing and, and actually our partner, our partner was in Texas. So we, we would do all the marketing in the U.S. and the uh, tours, we, like we would do tours where we would bring guys over to Colombia, uh, Panama and Peru. And we would do uh, events where we would do basically that, like a matchmaking between the American clientels and local uh, women that were interested in meeting uh, foreigners for marriage, you know, for, for serious reasons. So that was our, that's what we did for a few couple of years. So since that was our main business, uh, we had a lot of our customers that we would do maybe like two tours a year in Colombia, uh, and about a hundred clients every tour. And from every tour, you know, we would of course have a lot of those clients that would just keep coming to Colombia throughout the year and they needed different types of services. So we started up, uh, a boutique or upscale bed and breakfast in Colombia. It was called Castle Cali. It was actually kind of very popular down in uh, travel forums and back in, back in the days. And uh, it was basically a bed and breakfast where we offer accommodation services. But besides accommodation, we also offer them a, a wide range of services such as uh, private interpreters, bilingual car service, private investigators, uh, consulting on purchase of real estate, were investment opportunities in Colombia. So uh, one of our clients from that business uh, came to Colombia with a project to set up a camp studio. And back then we had no idea what was what was a camp studio all about and what was this whole thing about the camp industry. So but he just hired us to help him get started and, uh, and, and hire, hire us with a one-year management support contract. So that's basically how we came and how I came in contact with the with the adult industry and specifically with the cam industry. Interesting. So tell us about AJ Studios. I know you guys are, I think, the biggest in Colombia, right? Um, yep. That's okay. Good. How many yeah, so studios and models are in your company now? So we, we AJ Studios, we, act, we started in 2009 officially. We started with a five-room studio. So we were a very small operation, but... Currently, we have now we have grown to be nine nine direct studios. Meaning, those are when I mean direct studios are studios that we own and have full control. Uh, that's all together over a hundred rooms and over two hundred and fifty studio models. But besides this, uh, we also have a a large group of satellite models. When we call satellite models, we mean models that work from their homes, but they are they are affiliated to our company, so we provide different types of guidance and support. Uh, affiliate models, we are about 400 affiliate models. And then finally, our one of our business, uh, our biggest business model right now, it's uh, it's the network of affiliate studios, which is it, it's similar to a franchise business model. It's not specifically a franchise, but similar. 
Uh, we currently have over 300 affiliate studios. So uh, we provide them uh, also a full range of support and training services. And so altogether speaking, like if we count everything, our studios, our satellites, and our affiliate studios, we're, we're already, you know, close to the 3,000 models altogether. Oh, God. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Um, what would you say is the biggest difference between a Colombian studio and a studio in other parts of the world? Well, I, I would look at it more as, as, a, as a country. Uh, I mean, when, when, it, when it comes down to models, you know, the, the beauty of the Colombian woman you know, makes perfect this business in the country. So, I mean, for, for nobody, it's a secret that foreign men, foreign men, you know, have this fascination for Latin women. So uh, that's, you know, that's a really good uh, aspect. And uh, Colombia is also uh, a country with a lot of uh, socioeconomic difficulties, high level, has high levels of corruption, poverty, uh, you know. So many young women see in webcam modeling the opportunity to improve their quality of life, pay for college, help their families, have financial independence. So, uh, in addition to this, I mean, the currency exchange also makes the webcam business very attractive, you know, for both studios and models. So that's, that's the, you know, some of the, I would say, some of the key components of why the, the cam industry is so big in Colombia compared to maybe other parts of the world. Mm-hmm. So tell us, tell us about the webcam lab. I've heard about it, but what's it all about? Yeah, well, the, the so... Since we've been growing so big with our affiliate studios network, we decided to do like a brand separation. And we, we have our AJ Studios brand where we, we manage everything that has to do with, all, with our own direct studios and our, our satellite models. So basically, AJ Studios is our model brand. And then the, uh, we created this new brand called the Webcam Lab where we wanted to focus it more on the, on the affiliate studios uh, aspect and the service aspect. So the webcam lab is uh, is one of our my latest projects. Uh, it's basically you know uh, I did a complete separation like uh, as far as uh, uh, staff uh, offices. So for the webcam lab specifically, like we, we built uh, twenty four thousand square feet in total locations in Bogota, Medellin, Pereira, and Cali. That's the four major cities in Colombia. And that's where we have the headquarters for the webcam lab, which basically uh, it's a studio support or training services center on, on one side. That's for the for the local market. And then on the international side, uh, we have we we uh, structure it as a, as a first BPO and co-working service center for the adult industry. So basically it's it, each location. It's a. Uh, has a reception, a waiting room, cafeteria, conference, meeting room for 15 people. We have a seminar salon for 150 to 200 people. We have a full photography and video studio set. We have tech staff, cleaning staff, photo and video staff. So all this uh, infrastructure and where we provide different services to all our, our network of affiliate studios on one side and then for some of our international clients. So... Uh, Basically, the main object, objective that I have with the webcam lab is to create spaces for the proper attention and service of uh, webcam studios in Colombia, and second, to g- generate co-working and, and BPO uh, spaces for international companies. So we are currently assisting some companies interested in penetrating the Latin American market with services like staffing, uh, setting up Spanish or bilingual support teams or call centers, uh, payments management for Colombia, marketing campaigns, training workshops, 
legal and accounting services, uh, among others. And so it's, yeah, it's a pretty big project. That's one of my biggest projects. I mean, I have a pretty good clients, like top industry companies right now. They're uh, clients of the project, such as Bonga Camps, uh, Camp Soda, Pornhub, Fan Central, and Diva Traffic, just to name a few. Fantastic. So now let's talk about LAL Expo. Um, when did you get the show started, and why did you decide to do it? Well, uh, well, Expo was a project we started in 2014, and it, it was basically a t- like our first year was a test. So the 2014 event uh, edition was basically a local gathering for studios and models. Uh, and this first edition, we had 545 attendees, so we saw a lot of potential. And then from that, from 2015, we basically launched it as a, as a full uh, trade show. And uh, right now, we're going to the like we're going to our eighth edition next year. Uh, the success, the success of the expo has grown, you know, more than I could help for all the top brands, all the all the top companies support and sponsor it. Uh, and initially, we we created it focused just for the cam industry because that's you know that's the business uh, my main business and that's the biggest industry we find here in Colombia. So initially, it was it was created as a platform for studios, models, and professionals of the live cam industry to collaborate. Uh, and, and, you know, do business. And then uh, since it grew beyond our expectation and I saw that the event could and has expanded outside of live camps uh, since five years ago, we, we basically started welcoming companies and professionals from all verticals of the adult industry. And I mean, nowadays the show, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a show for all the adult industry, any niche. Uh, still, we, we, we have a lot of, uh, you know, I would say our biggest uh, strength is camps because again, that's that's the biggest market here in Colombia. You know, we're, we're Romania and Colombia that took the biggest camp up. So, uh, but but we have different types of sponsors, different types of attendees, and we have a seminar for you know for all different types of topics. So, uh, and and that's in the I would say in the and the networking and educational side. But we also have like we're very famous for all of our exciting excursions or parties that should not be missed. <laughs> Absolutely. So your next show is the 25th through the 29th of this month. And with the coronavirus, you made the show virtual. So tell us about the LAL Virtual Expo. Yeah, well, so besides our Colombian event, which is our main show, we, we were going to launch this year our first USA edition. But there, you know, that had to be postponed. And then, uh, so besides our Lalexpo Colombia and USA, we also do what we call uh, Lalexpo workshops, which are four like mini uh, smaller events that we do locally in Colombia throughout the year in different cities. And uh, the reason we do this is because the, the, the local market likes to learn and be updated on recent topics constantly. And not have to wait a, a year for the main event, also for the sponsors, because they, they uh, so they can have a presence and interaction with the Colombian market more frequently. So we do this uh, this editions of uh, local Lal Expo workshops. But again, since this coronavirus situation, we had our first uh, workshop scheduled for this mo- uh, for May this month. And since we're, that's not possible, we decided to go ahead with the virtual edition. So we could still, you know, offer uh, the audience and the sponsors, you know, uh, an opportunity to to do some business and learn. So we're 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 doing the Alexpo virtual edition, and we're focusing the event for the it's focused for the Latin American market. So all the schedule 
and presentations will be in Spanish. Um, the event will take place um, the 25th to 29th, so basically it's a Monday, Friday, and we're we're doing the schedule uh, three hours per day, so people do not get bored sitting on the computer many hours, so we're only keeping it to three hours per day. Uh, it will take place, uh, uh, since we're focusing it for the Latin American market, it's taking uh, place between 5 p.m. and 8 p.m. Uh, Colombian time. And, and, and it's going to be mainly mainly an educational event. So we, we are not going to do the Zoom style where everyone wants to turn on the cam and, you know, mingle around. We're just, we're just doing a old presentations. We're going to be a speaker broadcast only mm-hmm. and a chat box. And we will do a Zoom thing separate for, like, networking on one of the, uh, one of the days. But basically, it's, it's more, we're focusing more on the educational aspect. Uh, everyone sign up. We'll get an email and SMS notification once we start every presentation. Uh, the audience will be mainly we're going to, it's going to be mainly models and studios, so we're focusing the schedule on cam topics. And uh, so far, it's, it's been the feedback has been very has been very great. People are very hungry for knowledge and connecting with the community in some way during this isolated time. So uh, sure. yeah, we're we're estimating an, an online audience of six hundred to a thousand people, you know, on average during the the, the full week. That's awesome. Now, how would you currently describe the CAM culture in Colombia? What about Colombia makes it perfect for webcams? Okay. Uh, so I would say, uh, again, like what we were talking before, there's a few components that are very, very important uh, for the, you know, that makes this industry very, very, very attractive. Like I mentioned before, I mentioned the beauty of the Colombian woman. I mentioned all, all the social, economic situations and the currency exchange, uh, but the cam industry is it's becoming you know more and more competitive. So um, models and studios need to be more creative, offer unique types of shows and experiences to their members. I mean, the, the days of successful amateur cam models, uh, I would say, will be soon be gone, and the market now demands professional cam models who are willing to invest more time and more money to be uh, in the upfront of the competition. So the, 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 sex, the sex component in camming, I would say it's losing importance in components like friendship, social, and, and strict interaction and entertainment is becoming the main focus is to catch the big whales on cam. So models basically need to engage members by sparkling new areas of interest and interaction. By example, we see nowadays uh, models coming up with games, uh, musical, theatrical performances. Um, so something like uh, all this and, uh, and something that will help all these aspects, it will be like, like we're seeing right now, development of new technologies and product innovations. Uh, they can be used in the, in the live cam arena, uh, such as uh, we're seeing like a lot of VR, interactive sex toys, smart accessories, clothing, cameras. So all this is coming into place and it's making the, the industry more professional. So that Colombia, it's getting, you know, it's, it's, in, the, and it's in the trend. And we're seeing the, the industry becoming more and more professional every day. And that's also helping, you know, the country stay in the leadership worldwide. Sure. Now, are you seeing any uh, issues or roadblocks in the Colombian camp space these days? Well, uh, I would say uh, one of the main um, challenges we have here is the absence of legislation that regulates the activities of our industry. So this, this kind of leaves in the limbo those who are part of it and in turn leaves the country. 
I would say, without receiving uh, corresponding taxes as a result of our exercise. Uh, the lack of regulation not only affects the Colombian government, but it also puts in a disadvantage a lot of the men and women who work who work daily and who do not have the protection and benefits that you know enjoyed by a common employee as medical benefits, uh, justifications for uh, to applying for a loan, financial institutions, etc. So. Uh, in view, since Colombia is mostly a moralistic society, uh, which many in many cases they, they they associate the webcam business with illegal activities. Uh, what, what, one of the projects that we started a few years ago as well is uh, we, we call it the Colombian Association of E-Commerce for Adults, ASOCEA. And the, basically the mission of uh, that we're doing is, you know, seeking better opportunities for the companies and the, and the industry. So the, the association has been developing uh, some, I would say, some lobbying and some uh, relationship with the government where we're, uh, you know, trying to come up with a common regulation for the industry that is beneficial for us and beneficial for the government. So uh, basically, and, and at the end of the day, we're, what, we're, what we're aiming for is sustainable development and, and, you know, and a good business environment to improve the, the competitiveness of our company, of the companies in the industry. So... That's, I would say, that's one of the major roadblocks. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's awesome you're doing that. You're taking it upon yourself to do that. Well, it's not just us. I mean, we, we were one of the leaders of the project, but as an association, uh, we have over 100 studios that are part of it. Wow. And, you know, one, one of, uh, in the 100, we have one of the largest groups, you know, who are supporting the project. So, well, it sounds like a great project. How has the Colombian market grown the last couple of years? Well, uh, Colombia started to, many years ago. It was first very amateur, you know, low quality. But that was the beginning that, that basically allowed, you know, the, 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 the industry to develop uh, and start investing more in infrastructure, technology, human talent. Uh, Another, uh, you know, another fact that the place in the country in the spotlight, as I was mentioning before, is that the Colombian models were very different than the stereotype that represented the Romanians or American models. You know, on one hand, the typical warmth of Latinas, and on the other, you know, the the accent, the curvilinear, you know, and body, which were very attractive for users. So this kind of start allowing the growth and expansion of the industry. Uh, right now, we're we're estimating. Uh, we estimate. That Today, about 30,000 people are dedicated or are working in the camera industry. So the, the growth of the, of the webcam... That's, that's just in Colombia? That's just in Colombia, yeah. Oh, my God. So the, so the growth of the webcam industry, you know, will continue for many years, but mm-hmm. uh, Colombia remains, like, when we talk in terms of revenue, uh, the like, two leaders are Romania and Colombia, but Colombia remains behind Romania in terms of revenue. And I would say that the road to match it would depend on the ability for the models to overcome uh, the obstacles of the language barrier. You know, that, that's one of our, the most uh, obstacle we find with Colombian women. It's, it's, it's very different than like Europe, where a lot of, it's very common for to uh, English as a second language or even three, four languages. So I would say overcoming this, Colombian cam girls and the market in general could, could become the world leader. Now, are you doing anything in your company to uh, to impact that or offering English lessons or anything like that? 
Yes, I mean, we, we do offer linguist lessons, but it's, it's very difficult because uh, I would like, let's say, we, like we, we have uh, different um, uh, sessions or models for the English uh, set, uh, classes. And like we say, we'll start the first class with uh, uh, 50 models. Then in two weeks, we either on to 30 models. Then, so, you know, they're, they're, they're very hard for them to, to be, you know, to give the importance uh, that, that they have to, to this. And uh, so the way we overcome this in our case, we still give them lessons and, and like we offer it, but they, the way we found our solution is we have uh, bilingual uh, monitors or broadcast assistants. So, in our in our case, for every for every five models, uh, there's a dedicated person, which we call them a monitor or broadcast assistant, who works with those five models uh, all the time while they're on while they're online and when they're offline, and they become like a personal assistant and 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 those bilingual uh, those uh, broadcast assistants are bilingual. So. They're kind of, uh, help, you know, give a lot of support when the models don't understand something in the chat rooms or have some difficulty. They're there on site. They're watching everything and they're helping the girls. They're not translating because a lot of people think like they're just they're the ones typing. No, but they're helping them like with the language, the English aspect. And that has worked better for us than trying to get all the models to actually, you know, put the dedication and learn the language. I would say more the motivation, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cam, I, I hate to say this, but Cam models aren't known as the most motivated people in the world. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's very to, hard. I don't have to, I don't have to tell you that. <laughs> um, so what are your tips to other Colombian studios that want to succeed and grow in this industry? All right. Well, a few. I mean, AJ Studios, uh, I, I, I would say we have a win-win philosophy and I think this is one of the number one reasons that we have so many successes and uh, become the largest webcam company in South America. Uh, you know, we, we believe that everyone in the day-to-day -day operations are valuable for the success of the business. So uh, if we take care of our employees, you know, they will be loyal and take care of the business. So that, that's, that's, you know, it sounds like common sense, but you will be surprised to find so many studios that don't give the proper importance to the employees and their human talent and their models. So that that's a very important. It's just, uh, just business in general, my friend. Yes, what, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. What percentage of businesses really give a damn about their employees. You know? <laughs> yeah, and then uh, a, a few other more specific tips. I would say, uh, you know, can can modeling. It's uh, I would say it's something like 60% 60, 60 personality and 40% physical because this is basically we're in a relationship service. So charming and creative personalities are a must. This, the rest, I would say, is secondary because a lot of studios go on like they just want to focus on the 9 and 10 models. But it turns out that the 6 and the 7s could be making more money than the 9 and 10s because, you know, they have that more charming personality and have they are more disciplined so just keep you know they have to keep that in mind um i would say um and, and, and you know basically uh at the end of the day it's uh, invest you know invest invest on your human tally and invest on your infrastructure uh right now we're in a very competitive market as i mentioned before so um models are looking for studios that can offer them for that value, not just a room with a computer and a camera. 
So you got you got you, you must focus on training the human talent. Uh, you know, making sure they become more more professional. Uh, making sure they can they can innovate with new types of uh, shows, new types of rooms, new types of uh, everything, new types of toys, new types of clothing. And so, yep, that was in a nutshell. Basically, just invest, invest, invest back. Because we find a lot of studios that do not want to invest back into the into the business, into their studio. They just stay with the same rooms for years, the same computers, the same cameras. They they, they want to uh, you know give the models the less they can, and and you know that's those days are gone. You know, right now you got to really, really invest in the in the business to be you know to keep up and to be in the leadership. I think those are all good pieces of advice for any business that wants to succeed, my friend. Well, uh, well, Anthony, I'd like to thank you very much for being on Adult Site Broker Talk today, and I hope we'll be able to get you back on for a future show. No, no problem, Bruce. Thank you, guys, for the invitation. I hope to see you in maybe Colombia next year, I guess, because this year... I hope you'll, I hope you'll <laughs> see me there soon, too, my friend. All right, man. Thank you very much, Bruce. Okay. Take care. My broker tip today has to do with what to do to make your site more valuable for when you decide to sell it later. This will be a multi-part series. First, make sure you're converting as much of your traffic as possible. Traffic's expensive. Whether it's from search engines, review sites, or affiliate traffic, you pay it a lot for this traffic. So make sure that when someone lands on your site, you give them every opportunity possible to either spend money or do whatever it is you want your visitors to do. In the case of a pay site, make sure your billing options allow as many people as possible to buy. Have multiple ways to pay. In North America, most everyone has a credit card. But in other parts of the world, credit cards aren't used nearly as much. In Europe, for instance, credit card usage is low. So look for billing options that will match the areas where your traffic comes from. In Europe, ACH and debit cards are used a lot. In Africa and other developing countries, many people pay by mobile. Do your homework and find out how people pay in the regions you get most of your traffic. It will make you more money. The worst thing you can do is get a visitor, have them want to buy, but since you don't have their preferred way to pay, they can't buy. So if you're looking for suggestions, feel free to get in touch with me via my website. Along with this is to improve your user experience. Make your site attractive and easy to navigate. People have more options than ever these days. I can't tell you how many sites I go to, even some that are owned by large companies, where the navigation isn't obvious to the user. You poke around the site for what seems like an eternity to do something that should be relatively easy. Keep it simple. Before you launch any changes to your site, ask your friends to go to the site and check it out. Unfortunately, designers and tech geeks don't think like us. You need real people to look at your site for you. The same kind of people will be visiting your site. Next, make a good offer. If you're selling something and the offer isn't good, you won't make money. It's plain and simple as that. And if your offer is to contact you or to get more information, then make the offer attractive and easy to understand. If you're selling something, make buying easy. Show them an easy way to buy and then leave. Help them by making suggestions on what to buy. Amazon.com is the best at this. They always have suggestions on what to buy based on your buying and browsing history. They use AI to do this. 
There are AI engines available these days at a modest cost. Look into this if you can. Don't clutter up your site with unnecessary items, buttons, and images. Keep it as simple as possible. The best and most successful sites are the simplest ones. The ones that lead you to take the action you'd like them to do. It's not that hard. Just remember, when you're putting together any site, try to think through the buying process like a human being. Whatever you do, don't turn over that process to your designer. Don't just say, build me a site. What you'll get out the other end will not give you what it is you're looking for. Give them as much direction as possible and make it easy for them to build a site for you that makes your business succeed. We'll talk more about this next week. And next week, we'll be talking to Joey Gabra of New Media Services. And that's it for this week's Adult Site Broker Talk. I'd once again like to thank my guest, Anthony Rivera. Talk to you again next week on Adult Site Broker Talk. I'm Bruce Friedman.